you know, we've had 4,000 posts. And number 1367 was the Punisher, which I didn't think anything about it necessarily, except that, yeah, we're going to get them, you know, and gosh, this was so long ago, whatever day it was, seems like it was forever ago to pay way back to post 1367. And so I, I don't really remember it hearing anybody talk about 1367 except maybe if i did they're like oh well you add one plus three plus six plus seven that makes 17 that makes q there's more to it than that there's more to it than that something else why did why are they picking out this number 1367 so i talked a little bit about it because of bag Lemaire. i don't know if i'm saying it right omer is the right way omer whatever and so i don't know what b-a-g-l means it's probably some kind of you know code for we're going to kill humanity or something like that. Okay, so he did the 1367 there. And then look here. He did 1367 again. And then yesterday he did it again. It's not just that it's Q. Okay, it's not just that. It's something more to it than that. Okay, so we're going to go into it because, yeah. All right, so yeah, 1367, 1367, which is before Maria Bartiromo that she was going to be on on TV with the president. Okay, so as I was showing you, this is we're adding this up. We're counting up the days of Omer up to the fiftieth to the Jubilee. We're counting up to the to the Jubilee here, and so here we were on here we are on this today right now is Thursday the fourteenth. Okay, so we just put in our our thirty sixth one. Okay, and look at this. They even have a party. They have a party, a bag. Lagbomer. Sorry, I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Lagbomer. I said Baglomer. <laughs> it's Lagbomer. Whatever. Anyway, I just think it's some probably something. I probably should say it wrong because it's probably some kind of creepy New World Order globalist baloney. Anyway, so um, that's the count if you want to keep up with the count. But we are, like I said, now it's pretty easy because we're down to like the two week, two week count up. Count up. All right, I'm going to play this because I caught some other things as I was listening and I wanted, you know, because the more you find out, the more you research, you know, and I've been researching now for years and I've been, you know, now you can put more pieces of the puzzle together. So listen to what she has to say. And thousands gather in Orange County's largest Hasidic community for a religious celebration. People showed up to pray and dance around a giant bonfire in the town of Palm Tree, formerly known as Curious Joel. It's all as Curious Joel. The town used to be called Curious Joel. Did y'all catch that? Now, if you know me and you've been listening for a while and you've gone to my playlist called The Bible Before Our Very Eyes and about the Great Awakening, the Joel chapter two, it's just a three chapter book. And Joel is about this great army. And it's the Q army that is destroying the beast. Okay. That's who we are. That's what the Bible's talking about is that we come across the, the horizon. It's like you've never seen an army like this ever before or ever will again. And this is the one that Facebook is saying, can somebody please stop them from memeing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. And the more we know it ticks you off, the more we're going to meme. We're going to meme your, your butt off, right? All right, so yes, yeah, so look at this. I couldn't find the word what is curious, curious, K-I-R-Y-A-S, but I found curia, which means Lord, Lord, Lord. 
the Lord's. And so I think it is, you guys, is that these people have said, we are the Lord's. We are the one, the rulers of the earth, okay? And they were doing something not nice to humanity. The Lord's, they, they were claiming lordship, claiming that they are the Lord of the, of the earth and that they are going to do what, you know, whatever they want to do now. And so, because when I heard that, it's the way that they say it, it sounds like curious, like C-U-R-I-O-U-S as in curious George. Okay. And then, then because of all the research that I've done all this time, it reminded me of this story about Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla. Okay, I'm gonna play it a little bit by, bit more of that video, but then I'm gonna come back to this. Okay, so hold that in your mind, okay? part of the annual Lag Bahomer Festival. The event is held every year outside the Satmar Synagogue on Garfield Road. It marks the anniversary of the death of an ancient rabbinical sage who wrote parts of the Talmud. He was the first one um, who founded the Zohar Kabbalah and it was a strong, strong Torah leader. We all follow the Torah. The rejoicing also focuses on loving and respecting everyone in the community. As per custom, women celebrated in a nearby. Okay, so he's saying the Kabbalah, okay? And what I found out is that he was a, this, this rabbi that they're talking about was a leader of the, of the, uh, not, we think of the Torah as the, as the Old Testament, but it's actually what they're talking about is when they talk about Kabbalah, they're talking about the Talmud, T-A-L-M-U-D. Okay, so it looks like ostensibly on the surface of it, it looks like it's just a bunch of their rules about how they, you know, do the, 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 their rituals and their the sacrifices and the, and you know, all the, when you can carry things and all of that, how they sell, how they do the Sabbath and all of that. But, some of them, some of them, this group, this, this people, when they celebrate for the, uh, the Lagba Omer, I have a feeling that they were, um, they were using this for, for evil. As I was saying for my video, a couple of yesterday, day before that they were having a racket. They were using the people, they were doing the, the usury. They were, they were, um, cheating people and so did you notice that they said that they, they talk about being respectful and loving okay and I, I just put this on a tweet the other day i'm like i'm gonna have to think more evil because <laughs> i just don't think that they they think of things that i would never it would just never cross our mind and that's the problem with sheep we don't we don't think that we don't we would never go there in our minds, much less act it out, okay? So I'm gonna show you what I think is really going on here. Okay, so the first one is, go back to, okay, they're from Curious, okay? And then we saw about the respect, and we saw about the, um, about the, the Talmud, okay? All right, so let's just break this down. The first one, with, uh, with uh, Nikola Tesla. Um, I'll just read it from the beginning. Uh, let me make it a little bit bigger for you, okay. Recent evidence has surfaced detailing that Nikola Tesla was murdered. Nikola Tesla was a great scientist, did amazing research, 
but he died penniless because all of his research was stolen from him. Yeah, he was murdered the day after he was visited for an all-day interview with two Secret Service agents, Galen and Skorzeny. After suffocating him, they stole all of Tesla's blueprints and papers. Skorzeny, so who has these and who has been using these? Who got the, pay, the, the, the copyright, the patents for these? Right? Um, he was, this Gorzeni was Hitler's bodyguard and also an assassin, one of the many Nazis who infiltrated the U.S. after WW2 as a pro part of Project Paper CLIP. Many of these NAZI scientists ended up working for NASA, the C blank A, and other secret groups. Although he supposedly died in 1975, this guy resurfaced in 1999 in a deathbed confession to the man who was dating his daughter. He revealed the identity of Tesla's assistant who was stealing from him. Y'all are y'all ready to hear who gets who was this assistant? Have you ever heard of this before? The man said, man, he said, known as George S-C-H-E-R-F-F Sr. was none other than President B-U-S-H. Yeah, the father of the 41st president of the United States, the grandfather of the current president. There you go. The father of George Sr., the one the, of our former president. So he was, this was, the, this was his, the one who was stealing from him, who was stealing from Tesla. And this is why he got the moniker, the name, curious George. Yeah. And so when you think of this curious, their town is called curious as in Lord. How are they going to become the Lords of the earth who rule the earth? How are they going to become that? They're going to have to be curious and they're going to have to be ruthless. Okay. And that's, that's what, you know, we thought, oh, well, you build a better mousetrap and you will succeed, you know. And they said, no, we're going to succeed by doing evil, stealing, whatever, whatever we have to do and having no, no compunction about it. Okay. So, yeah, that's what that is about uh, right there. So I'm, I'm not necessarily calling these people into question, but it's, it is very curious. <laughs> Let's just say that it's very curious that they celebrate this. All right, so this this page, I'm not gonna put this link below. I'm not, because I have a feeling that's what maybe gets me in trouble with some of these links. So this one, I'm just gonna say, put, you know, I don't know, I'll, I'll maybe write it down there, but you'll have to know to put Bush, you know, then connection, then .com, okay? So then you can read more about, about what happened with that, okay? Yeah, so this is this is how you get you don't get rich on basically someone who's just a regular person. You get rich because you get someone who's very very smart and you steal all of their their great uh, research, right? All right. So the same thing with that airplane that went down out of the, whatever the Philippines a couple of years ago. It's like that's or is it Malaysia? Because these people were you know very very intelligent and they were stealing all their stuff. All right. So I have over this time I've put a, a 
playlists on my channel of these crimes. Okay. And so I have said, I have, you know, and before I put something on there, I, I watch it. I make sure that it's something that I would want people to, to know about. Okay. To share. And so, you know, you might want to, you know, look into this playlist right here is called NWO crimes. Okay. I have another one that I had shared. This is way back before I started Freedom Force Battalion. And uh, this one has, let me see what it's called. Crimes dash political, medical, social, religious. Okay. And I've got 134. <laughs> There's 134 on there, but most of them have been deleted. Many of them have been deleted. Yeah, I'm thinking it's because just like mine the other day that I did got deleted because yeah, it's just, it's having too much truth, but there's still a lot of good ones on here. Okay. A lot of good ones on here, but yeah, so you might want to, between these, you can probably, this is something you can go down the rabbit hole, right? If you, I'm sure you guys have, have already done that. All right. So let me see if I can figure out why am I having, okay. So next, this is what I think is going on. One, three, six, seven is what collect the collective queue keeps posting. And so I think what it is, okay, so you, they had three battles, three battles, and on the third one, they were put down. And that's what they celebrate. That's what they commemorate, is that these people uh, were put down, and so they're like, we've got to rise back up, and we've got to get back in here and fight, fight, fight. And yeah, and I have a feeling these people were up to no good, and that's why they were put down. Okay, so one, three, six, seven. And so, so basically what the collective queue is saying is we are we are finally going to end you completely and eradicate you from the earth. This is the end of it. We you know, tried way back in the day, but this time this is it. Okay. So one, three, six is the okay, case. So the first one was in 70 AD. If you are, are a Bible student, you know, right away what happened in 70 AD. That was when the temple was destroyed. Okay. So this is the first what they call Jewish uprising, but I would say it's Edomite, Edomite. And I'm going to, I'm going to read something to you from uh, Jasher because these people are ruthless. The, the, the very, every time I read something about them, it reminds me exactly of Esau. And that's why they've always made, made it out like Esau was so mistreated and he was so mean that, that Jacob was so mean to him that such a lie and so i was looking for the meme and maybe somebody can share it you know help me find it but tell me which which number it is remember the one where where q posted a picture of someone who was j-e-w-i-s-h and they're in a sea of blood and they're with a knife and said i'm so persecuted you know and so it's not really about the israelites because i think i might be an israelite and you likely are many of us are but they've hijacked this name They've hijacked the name. So they were like, we are God's chosen people because Esau was trying to hijack the name. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to read to that, about uh, some of that at this, you know, in just a minute. But yeah, so it's the Edomites who are, who have hijacked the name and they've used that name. Okay. And that's what they've done to, to certain people who are in these secret societies. I know people who are in the secret societies and they're, they're useful idiots. They're, they're, they've hijacked their name to use them because they know that they're respected in the community. And so that they get, the, they get their, their plan approved because they're like, oh, well, we trust Joe. 
Joe is a good guy. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, okay. So the three battles were, the first one was in 70 AD. And that was when this was the second temple temple was destroyed. Okay. The, the Romans came in and, and did that. But then, then there was the second one, the Quito's War. So again, they rose up. But the third one was in 136 AD. And this is the Bar Kokhba revolt. Okay, so that, I think you add these together. You see the 136 and then the seven. Uh-oh. And then you add, put the seven on here. And I think that's where you get the 1367. Okay, 136 and then seven. And they're saying like the third time is the charm. Okay, that you know they're they're saying we're we're gonna we're gonna do it this time with it and defeat them, but what ends up always happening is that even though they get pushed down, they miraculously this the wound that was healed and they get, they keep going again. Okay, so if you look at what's happened to America, this was our third bankruptcy. Okay, we when you're bankrupt, you have nothing, and you you can be taken over and be enslaved because you you have no money you have nothing you just have i'll work for food you have a little sign america has a little sign we will work for food and it's because we've been tricked we've been like poor tesla where we we work so hard and we create all this but it's all stolen from us and taken from us and we've been uh, usury where, where our money is taken from us okay uh, and we didn't even realize it we didn't even realize what was going on most you know the big picture, maybe we saw it on a few little things and we saw how our society was crumbling and our, you know, morals and all that were crumbling. The third attempt, they've tried this three attempts to destroy Trump, the Russia gate, the impeachment, and now the pandemic. And they're like, this is the third one. This is going to three strikes and he's out. Right. But is this something? And then, um, <laughs> Do I have the bag <laughs> I did I did spell it wrong. Anyway, lag bomer. Anyway, whatever. That they supposedly died. They died because they were not respectful for the, of their fellow man. They were not respectful. Okay, so I want y'all to think evil. <laughs> the Bible lady is trying to help you think evil. We've got to think, be wise as serpents. Wise as a serpent. Harmless as a dove, but let's think like a serpent. What would a serpent really be doing? He's like, oh, well, they weren't respectful. In other words, they weren't deceptive. They weren't, you know, they were coming out and, and letting people know that we're trying to destroy you. We're trying to steal from you. We're, you know, they, they let people know. They, they didn't make sure that they were uh, in the secret. And that was their problem. That was why the 24,000 died. Not because they were rude, but because they let people know what they were doing to steal from them and to harm them. There you go. I really feel that that's it, you guys. And because they weren't deceptive, they weren't tricky. In order to win, they've got, you know, you've got to steal. You've got to lie. You've got to cheat. You've got to do all these things. You've got, you've got to pretend that you're their friend. You've got to pretend you're working for their good. Like the WHO and the CDC and all this, you've got to pretend that you're a, you know, a, you know, a good judge and you're looking at, and we're trying to help you to protect you, to keep you in your house so that you don't get the COVID, right? That's what they've got to do. You've, and they've learned really well. And we have pretty much bought it. And I, I seriously was talking to more people yesterday and everybody still, you know, around here is like still believe in this line of baloney. I'm like, really, really, really. I'm serious. If, if, it, if it were not for President Trump 
and the Q anons, the, the, the patriots, they would be they would be little sheep led to slaughter completely. Yeah. And and they're just and I said, I think a lot of it's just it's it's hoaxed. And oh no, I don't think that's a blah, blah, blah. like okay, whatever. You're completely asleep and have a nice day. I'm gonna I'm over here trying to save your hiney from from being uh you know all that. Anyway, so yeah, so that's really what it means that they should they were like, we should have been more deceptive and more tricky. See, that's just not the way we think. We don't think like that. We truly think, okay, Lord, I just really want to, you know, be a, a, a person in whom there is no deceit, like like um, Nathaniel said. I want to be a true person who honors you from the heart, right? That's what we're thinking. And they're like, okay, Satan, help me to be tricky where I look like I'm someone's friend, but I'm really stabbing him in the back. Okay, it's just, I, I, as much as I try, it's going to be really hard for me to think like that. But as we research, we've got to think like that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to go be a little sheep and take the blue pill. Anyway, so yeah, the, but okay, so back now they're on the Talmud. Okay, so I told you about the curious. I told you about that. All right, now, um, so these are the three, and I'm going to put this link below because they think of the uh, Lagba Omer as the as the time of judgment. That the judgment time would happen during the day of the days of Omer, the fifty days of Omer. Okay, and that this would be the judgment time. And they were right; they knew it. And you know, and then also about these twenty four thousand, you know, and all these, you know, uh, and you know, wonderful, you know, they die because of the, their lack of love and respect, their lack of being tricky. Okay. All right. So I'll put these links below. And this talks about the different revolts, that there was three revolts. All right. So here is the book of Jasher. Now the Bible talks about the book of Jasher. Um, various times it says, if you want to know more about, about what happened here, it's in the book of Jasher. In other words, I'm not going to write this all down because it's already in the book of Jasher, but that was hidden from us. Okay. So this is going to give you an insight on what's the deal with Esau. And I've talked about this before, but I'm going to show you an, a easy easy way to listen to it this is a link and i will put this link below there's several people who have done this this is the book of jasher's in chapters 56 and this is 56 and 57 where it's talking about how joseph is going to bury his father okay his father is jacob whose name was changed to israel okay and if you look back and read more in this listen to this whole thing it's really really great let me see the name of it right over here i want to hide this book of jasher apocryphile 1970 a-p-o-c-h-r-c-r-y-p-h-i-l-e and so they've they've gone and they've read the whole thing which is amazing amazing that we have this ability to just listen to it okay so it's really really such a blessing all right, so basically what's happening is years ago, Israel, Jacob, Joseph's father, had gone and purchased this, this place, this burial plot, and he'd spent a lot of money, and he had bought it from Esau, and he's already buried somebody there. I'm trying to think who it was that was already buried there, but it was Rachel was already buried. Anyway, I think it's Machpelah, whatever. Anyway, they've already buried pay people there and they paid money for it and they have the deed they have all of that and so then they go and they're they're leaving Egypt they're like we've got to go bury my father and I can't bury him in Egypt I've got to bury him in Machpelah so they've got to go take all the people and they're all going in this giant mourning M-O-U-R-I-N-G, mourning train of, of, of mourning this this great man's death and they're all going to bury him 
Little did they imagine in the world that when they got there, Esau was going to be like, nope, you're not burying Jacob here. This is, he, this is our land. This is our land. Can you imagine? I mean, the, you just can't. You can't imagine someone. And that's why for so many years we've just been like, what do you mean we can't pray in the schools? What do you mean that, you know, this is on TV? What do you, what do you, you're, you know, that's, everything is just completely backwards, right? Okay, so I'm going to play a little bit of it for you so you can kind of get an idea. ...him to the land of Canaan to bury him. And Esau heard this thing, and he was dwelling in Mount Seir. And he rose up with his sons and all his people and all his household, a people exceedingly great, and they came to mourn and weep over Jacob. And it came to pass when Esau came, he mourned for his brother Jacob. And all Egypt and all Canaan again rose up and mourned a great mourning with Esau over Jacob in that place. Okay, so they sound like... Uh, Joseph and his brethren brought their father Jacob from that place, and they went to Hebron to... So they, they make it out like, we are nice. We're mourning with them. We're mourning with them. Bury Jacob in the cave by his fathers. And they came unto Kareth Arba, to the cave. And as they came... East okay, sorry. Is not my tefillah, it's Kiriath Arba. Sorry about that, Kiriath Arba is the name of the cave. Esau stood with his sons against Joseph and his brethren as a hindrance in the cave, saying, Jacob shall not be buried therein, for it belongeth to us and to our father. And jo Joseph and his brethren heard the words of Esau's son, and they were exceedingly wroth. And Joseph approached unto Esau, saying, what is this thing which they have spoken? Surely my father Jacob bought it from thee for great riches after the death of Isaac, now five and twenty years ago. And also all the land of Canaan he bought from thee and from thy sons and thy seed after thee. And Jacob bought it for his sons and his seed after him for an inheritance forever. And why speakest thou these things this day and Esau answered saying thou speakest falsely and utterest lies for I sold not anything belonging to me in all this land as thou sayest neither did my brother Jacob buy aught belonging to me in this land and Esau spoke these things in order to deceive Joseph with his his words for Esau knew that Joseph was not present in those days when Esau sold all belonging to him in the land of Canaan so he's he's clearly lying and he figures he could pull a fast one over on Joseph and thankfully Joseph is he's with it He's got his ducks in a row. He's got, and that's what we necessarily haven't always done. We haven't always stood up for ourselves and said, this is the law and we have the rights, these rights. And that's why Q was saying the other day, know your rights, okay? And this is what Joseph's going to do. So check it. To Jacob. And Joseph said unto Esau, surely my father inserted these things with thee in the record of purchase and testified the record with witnesses and behold it is with us in Egypt 
In other words, we have the deed we, and, and witnesses signed off on it. It's not just some piece of paper somebody wrote. We have witnesses who, and it's been notarized basically. And he said, we have it in Egypt. So check this. And Esau answered, saying unto him, Bring the record, all that thou wilt find in the record, so will we do. He's going to make them, he's going to, Esau's going to make them go back and get the deed before he will let them bury their father, Esau's brother, Jacob. Can you imagine? And Joseph called unto Naphtali, his brother, and he said, Hasten quickly, stay not, and run, I pray thee, to Egypt, and bring all the records, the record of the purchase, the sealed record, and the open record, and also all the first records in which all the transactions of the birthright are written, fetch thou. And thou shalt bring them unto us hither, that we may know from them all the words of Esau and his sons, which they spoke this day. And Naphtali hearkened to the voice of jo Joseph, and he hastened and ran to go down to e Egypt. And Naphtali was lighter on foot than any of the stags that were upon the wilderness, for he would go upon ears of corn without crushing them. And when Esau, Naphtali, or Naphtali, whatever, Naphtali, his, his, uh, his heraldry, his flag is, uh, is, a, is a deer, a gazelle, because they're like, he could just, he can run along the tops of the corn. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. And so he ran, he had to run all the way back to Egypt to go get the deed. While they're all standing there waiting to bury the uh, in Jacob. It's ridiculous. And so now Esau's like, okay, well, they're going to go back. They're going to definitely go get the deed. So look what they're going to do now. Saul saw that Naphtali had gone to fetch the records, he and his sons increased their resistance against the cave. And Esau and all his people rose up against Joseph and his brethren to battle. And all the sons of Jacob and the people of Egypt fought with Esau and his men. And the sons of Esau and his people were smitten before the sons of Jacob. And the sons of Jacob slew of Esau's people forty men. Yes. Okay. This is so good. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess I'll let you read three more sentences because I could, I could sit here and listen to the whole thing. It's so good. Okay. So they've already killed 40 of their men, right? They've already killed 40 of their men because they're like, we know, get this picture y'all where they're there to bury Jacob in order to bury Jacob. 40 more people are laying there dead of Esau's men. These people are unbelievable. And Cushim, the son of Dan, the son of Jacob, was at that time with Jacob's son, sons, but he was about a hundred cubits distance from the place of battle. For he remained with the children of Jacob's sons by Jacob's spear to guard it. And Cushim was dumb and deaf. Still he understood the voice of consternation amongst men. Okay, so he, he can't speak. Right, he can't. What is it? Deaf and dumb, right? Both, and but he's still. He's like, what's the commotion and what's the problem here? Right? What is going on? And he asked, saying, Why do you not bury the dead? And what is this great consternation? And they answered him, the words of Esau and his sons. 
and he ran to Esau in the midst of the battle, and he slew Esau with the sword, and he cut off his head, and it sprang to a distance, and Esau fell amongst the people of the battle. And when Keshem did this thing, the sons of Jacob prevailed over the sons of Esau. And the sons of Jacob buried their father Jacob by force in the cave, and the sons of Esau beheld it. Where you go? There you go. There you go. This tells you who the Edomites are. They're all sons of their father Esau. That he was he he was evil to the core. He didn't care about anybody else's rights. It was all about what he wanted, and he, he would cause all kinds of mayhem all the time. And this Cushion guy, he didn't play, did he? <laughs> Cut his head right off, and they buried him by force. And I feel like that was is what we're doing. We are burying these this all these evil people, this whole regime by force. We're taking the kingdom by force. That's why we call our channel Freedom Force Battalion. Okay, so these people that we're working to try to eradicate are not Jews. They're not Israelites. They are Edomites. They're Edomites. Okay, so these very people that I'm talking about here, these very people who are who are celebrating this, they've hijacked Judaism. And they are using this this Talmud where they've taken, taken the word of God and they twisted it, they've contorted it into being something that it is not. And so there were there are a bunch of them with them. Now, I don't know who these people are. I don't know if these are good guys or bad guys. I'm, I don't know. I, you know, and, and the Lord the Lord says, you know, don't judge anything before the time because you know he'll come and sort all this out. You know, and so some of them, some of them may be good, some of them may be bad. I don't know. Okay. So, but the point is. <laughs> to judge everyone by their by their actions and so the, but the i do know this that the people in the leadership positions who've been who've been doing all this evil whether it's who or the cdc or whatever these are edomites and they may say that they're israelites or jews but they're not okay and they and they say that they're they're doing everybody good and it's all part of their scam okay so let's all wake up all right so then back on Let's see. That was something else. All right. So, all right. So that is the, you can watch this, these videos on, uh, listen to them on Jasher. It's just such great information. It helps you fill in some of the blanks that you don't, it just doesn't give you that much detail in Genesis. Okay. So the next thing is, okay, we're going to get to this, this is what I was talking about, the Talmud. And that is, I was watching this. I was watching t TV today and I'm looking, I'm, now I've got my eyes on 1367, 1367. And so I'm looking at this, this video, this uh, commercial, because I was wanting to watch President Trump being on Maria Bartiromo. And um, I've already in my mind, I'm like 30, 1367 is already in my mind. And so I'm looking at all of this, uh, this commercial and I'm like, what? That just looks very, very weird, very strange to me. And I can't help but see it now. It's like the red pill. I've, I've taken the red pill. I can see these things now. I see what's going on. And so like this right here, the Feeding, Feeding America. Let me see if I can make this smaller. I can't see the whole thing. What does that look like to you? Now, back in the day, I would have thought that was just ears of, of corn. You know, now what I see is I see a bunch of spears. This, these are spears. They're Feeding America fattening up the, the calf for slaughter. This is, these are spears. That's what this is. And they act like they're trying to do something good. And oh, they're using their, what we think of as their kindness 
and, and to do these things that are, that are humanitarian. And this is exactly what Amazing Polly's been talking about. As far as the, the WHO and this, this health racket, this health mafia, they're using this for evil. Okay. And now what do I see here? What do I see? Before I would have seen a heart. And then, oh, they've got a plate and it's shaped like a heart. Isn't that sweet with a fork? But that's not what it is. And I see pasta on here and a little child. And I see these things now. I can't help but see them because I know what their what their what their symbolism is. Q has said their symbolism will be their downfall because we can see right through it. Second harvest, actually, and even the second beast. The second beast is talking about those in uh, in the book of Revelation that are helping the beast to succeed. The second beast is the ones like this organiz these organizations that help the beast to do their evil work. And who knows what they're feeding the people? Who knows? All right, so then this one, what do you see? What do you see? I start seeing 33%, 33%. I see that all over the place. You know, all this 33, and I see 66%, basically 67 is 66666, okay, which is round up is 67%. That's, it's, it's, these are how you provide groceries is because it's the people that they're eating. Y'all don't know that's disgusting that this is, this is, this is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that the 33% are the ones who are serving it up. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Do you see, do you, uh, can you read through this now? Uh oh, I didn't mean to make it that's that big, but anyway, but that's what, that's what it is. It's the 33 are the ones who are with their knife and their fork to serve it up. And the groceries are this, the 66 is humanity. 666 is the number of humanity. And so when they are saying, they're little popping up their signs of the 666 and all that, what they're saying is we're here to destroy humanity. This is exactly what Satan wants them to do, okay? And then what do you see here? What do y'all see? I see a cute little girl, but now look at all these, the sun light coming from her, like energy coming from her. The energy coming from this precious little girl they're like, okay, we're going to take that energy from her. And look, there's a, there's a spear right there pointed right at her head. I wish I didn't see this stuff, y'all. I wish I did not see this. And then what do you see here? Okay, y'all are going to flip out when I tell you what I see. I'm going to just, I'm going to make it a little bigger and see if you, what you guys see. Uh-oh. I'm a hard time getting this thing to cooperate with me. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it, but it's, I see it. So this one, I back in the day, I would have seen it. Oh, that's a, a carrot and tomato or apple, whatever, and some grapes. But now that I've, I know about their rituals, it looks like someone who's got their organs hanging out. And the local food banks is the bank of like the blood bank. It's not coincidence that they call this a bank of blood, a blood bank and how they also steal from us, but they're stealing the most important thing we have, which is our bodies and our blood. Um, yeah. Feeding on America. And then look at this one. Okay. Now this is one of those pictures. I'm going to see if I can get it to cooperate. I cannot seem to get this thing bigger. Okay. I'm going to just do it right here. This is one of those pictures, kind of like the, the you know, when, when they, uh, 
they show you a picture and like, what do you see in this picture or whatever? And uh, it's a big, it looks like a big blob of something. What do you see in that? Okay. And right, I can see two things. I can see three people, but I can also see what looks like two feet hang dangling down. Do y'all wish I wouldn't tell y'all this? They've done it where it looks like that looks like a foot. That looks like a foot. These are hanging down because we know their rituals. And the reason I know this is true. Okay. So then look at this, their colors. If you want to work in their group, feeding America, look at them. They're all wearing orange as in they're all in prison. They're all already willingly putting on the prison outfit that they're already slaves of the new world order of these people. And they're laughing at them like these people already are slaves because they're too stupid to know any different. So then on the commercial, it was saying, uh, uh, during the Maria Bartiromo, it was talking about one, three, seven. And then it, it put up just, it slid up this person right here, right in between. And I don't, or I could not find the, the uh, commercial, but it was saying something like, Oh, one out of three, blah, 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 one out of seven or whatever. It was had the one, three, seven. And then it slid up this person. As if they were saying, oh, see, we're going to, we're going to fill in that they're having the food that, so they can survive and aren't we wonderful. But then I, I know that man, the number of man is six. The number of man is six. So that's one, three, six, seven. That is one, three, six, seven. Do you see the symbolism here? This <laughs> now that I see it, I can't unsee it, right? So then this was the first thing this morning that I found on 1367. And I think this is a portion, maybe a commentary on the Talmud and some kind of book. And I don't know where it is, but when I looked up 1367, this was the first thing that came up on Hein Online 1367. So I'm going to read a little bit of this to you. Time and time again, okay, look at the beginning, religious ritual exemptions, sacrificing animals for ideology. Uh, time and time again, people cry sentimentality and say in the time of the world upheaval, there are more important things to think about. But what kind of civilization is it which does not recognize any values besides the materialistic ones? I think the qualities of a civilization are evident in the treatment of the weak and powerless. In the treatment of the weak and powerless. What a normal person is thinking is that we are making sure that they're treated with respect. And that they're, you know, the, the, you know, the powerless are, are, are empowered and they're, they're provided for and all that. That's not what they're saying. That's not what they're saying. That's not. So they're here. They're talking about that in 1958, Congress passed this Humane Slaughter Act. Okay. That you can only have, you know, you cannot just torture these animals to provide for the hamburger or whatever. Okay. For the cows. But what they're saying is that according to their, to their, Talmud, they have to do have to do it a certain way. Okay, let me read it to you. It's gross. Therefore, thereby implementing a public policy that the slaughtering of livestock be carried out by humane methods only. Understand, they consider us their livestock. Do y'all hear me? Specifically, the act required that animals be made unconscious prior to slaughter. But as we know, with the Adrena space chrome, they have to have the person terrorized in order to get this adrenalized 
B-L-O-O-D, okay? So specifically the act required the animals be unconscious prior to, to slaughter, but then that would ruin them, you know, them from getting what they need from the livestock. The new rule conflicted with the requirements of Jewish dietary law that the animal be conscious when slaughtered. This is not Jewish dietary law. This is their interpretation of it in the Talmud, okay? Thus the act, it, which is Edomite, okay? Thus the act accommodated this requirement by on the one hand, listing the Jewish method of slaughter as humane, and on the other, by exempting ritual slaughter from the specifications of the act. They're like, we need a special exemption because of blah, blah, blah. The inconsistency resulted from the fact that while the ritual method of slaughter was humane, it necessarily required a method of restraint by which full, fully conscious animals are shackled by a rear leg and hoisted off the floor to await slaughter. Yeah, so this is about the rituals. This is what th one, three, six, seven is about. It's not just that it adds up to 17. This is, we are destroying these who think that we are their, theirs to slaughter. That's what's going on. That's what he's trying to say. And most people have no idea what he's talking about. And I didn't, I'd never heard of this before, but when I saw him posting three times, 1367, I'm like, I need to look into this and find out what he's talking about. That's what it is. All right. And I know my video is going way too long. Anyway, but yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Now we, now we know, we already knew this because we've done the research, but now we know what 1367 means and we're close. When he's saying 1367 and this lag by this, we're taking it to him right now. This is, this is really where we are. We are at this point of, this is the end of the beast. This is the end of this 1367. This is the day when the 1367 will be gone from us, okay? Let's pray. Thank you so much again, Lord. Thank you again so much for this promise that there would be a day when, when these would be cast out. And we didn't even know what they were doing. We, we thought when they said they were nice, they really were. And when they, when they were you know, trying to help us, we didn't see through it. Lord, we ask you to give us the eyes to see right through it and for us to help others to come out of the deception and for, this, for these to be eradicated from eradicated from the earth so we can have these 1000 years of peace we thank you so much lord that you uh that we're precious in your sight we praise you for we are uh for we are fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works O lord and that our soul knows very well you are worthy of all praise you are worthy to be the king of the world because you laid your life down and you have come to to rescue us from these people we just didn't know but you knew and um and just at the very moment when we were ready to come and take the beast you came on to help us to get this done. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading the charge and that you've called us in to be your warriors in this day so that we all do this together. Oh, Lord, we, um, we just continue to ask your blessing on those who are fighting on the front lines. We pray that you would just guard them, protect them, surround them with your heavenly host. We pray that all those who are fighting against your kingdom, that they would be stopped, that every mouth that lies will be stopped. We pray that everyone who's doing so much evil will be thwarted and stopped. Those who are trying to stop us from sharing this information on social media, they will be stopped. We pray, Lord, that that everyone who hears the littlest bit of truth, that it'll awaken them and they'll understand what's going on. We thank you that we're going to see this day. Thank you that you've let us live to see it on this earth and be part of what you're doing. We praise you, Lord. Um, and we pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys, I love you. 
I'll talk to you soon.